now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, hey, super genius, big, big fan. See, you're just screwing with me. You're doing a good job, but you're just screwing with me, right? The X at 105.9. My guest right now is looking for a fourth Stanley Cup ring on top of two Olympic gold medals, a World Cup, and a whole bunch of MVPs. There is only one world. There is only one world's best hockey player. There is only one Sidney Crosby. Uh, Sid, uh, I just learned a little bit ago you sent a personal message to each survivor of the Junior A bus crash in Saskatchewan, the Humboldt Broncos. Uh, that tragedy really hits home, doesn't it? Uh, every hockey player rides the bus. Yeah, it certainly does. It's, uh, it's a terrible tragedy. and um, Yeah, I think you know as hockey players growing up and playing minor hockey or junior hockey, um, you know, you certainly have some memories of being on the bus and being with your friends and being excited for games and road trips and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's just a terrible situation, and I think everyone's really trying to rally around them and, and do everything they can. Now, turning to the playoffs, uh, when are you going to score a normal goal? You're batting the puck <laughs> in, you're scoring from behind the net. When are you going to score, like, a, a wrist shot maybe? Tomorrow would be a good good time to start, I think. Um, it, it really would be. It doesn't be. matter. It doesn't matter, I think, as long as it finds the back of the net. But uh, there's definitely been some, some good chances there that would have liked to have put in that I didn't, and then some nicer ones that have gone in. So uh, as long as they go over the line, that's all I, all I care about. Well, well, to be serious, those goals are great. And it begs the question, how much do you practice hitting pucks out of the air and those bank shots? And how would you even practice those things? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you really practice that specifically. I think you just you work on rebounds and tips and things like that. And then, you know, sometimes playing out, uh, playing out rebounds or tough angles, um, just trying to, to make it as game-like as possible. And sometimes you end up getting a few of those looks, and it doesn't happen that often. But when you do, if you're able to to put them in it's great so that's really the way it's kind of worked out but um yeah you're always kind of working on different things and around the net that's just kind of a, a product of it for the first time since 2012 the penguins in philadelphia play in the playoffs and 2012 did not go well do you see any connection between then and now that, that's a long time ago yeah i think you know i think there's a few players that are still on both teams that uh you know, still remember that series. It was a crazy series. You know, a lot of goals and fights and suspensions and uh, a lot that went into it. But, um, yeah, I think there's been a lot of change, too. And, um, yeah, I think that, you know, the rosters have changed a lot for both teams. And I'm sure the mentality for both teams will be a little bit different. But that emotion, that intensity is always there between the two teams. And, you know, I would expect that to be to be very similar. You have 116 points in 80 career games against the Flyers. Uh, that includes playoffs. How's that happen? What makes you so successful against one team in particular? Uh, I don't have a great explanation. I don't really, um, I don't really think about that a whole lot going, you know, game to game. I think, you know, the fact that we've played each other a lot um, and with you know the rivalry um, being what it what it has been and continues to be, I think that, you know. It, brings out the best in both teams i think both teams are ready to play against each other regardless of the situation or the time of year or playoffs or regular season so i think that's just you know uh that's just the way that you know the rivalry goes both teams are at their best and they know they have to be ready and that's you know probably been this the, you know the case for me 
Uh, Claude Drew had a heck of a season, didn't he? Uh, what's it like to kind of match up against him in this series? Yeah, he did. He, you know, he was consistent and um, you know scored some big goals for them. I think that that whole line. Uh, I'm not sure if they're playing together with uh, Couturier and I know Voracek was there for a little bit, and um, there were some different guys that kind of moved in and out. But um, yeah, they've uh, they've definitely got some depth there, and um, you know they had a really good finish this season. But he's uh, he's been leading the way all year, so. Um, you just have to be ready to compete. I mean, whether it's you know opposing center or deep pairings, uh, line matchups. I think this time of year it's just about competing. Do you guys talk about the rivalry with the Flyers like when you're in the room, or is that just sort of something that happens once you get out on the ice? Uh, yeah, we don't talk about it a whole lot. I mean, for guys who have been around here for a while, they understand it. I think for guys who are new and uh, haven't experienced a lot of games. Um, and certainly the playoff series against them, I think, you know, you, you feel that pretty quickly in the games with the emotion, the intensity. So um, I think that's just, just something that as a player, you're out there and you feel it and you understand it pretty quickly. And uh, there's not a lot of talking about it. You know, guys will talk the odd time about uh, that series and how crazy it was and everything that came along with it. But uh, besides that, I don't think uh, you really talk about the rivalry a whole lot. The fans in Philadelphia really roast you, so you have that to look forward to for games three and four. Do you hear that when you're out there, Sid? And, and wouldn't they be smarter to leave you alone? I always say, don't poke the bear. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just that's all I know. To be honest with you, it's kind of always it's, it's always been like that. So, um, yeah, I just you know I think going into the game, you're you're preparing the same way, and it's just something that uh, that's part of it. But um, yeah, I think that's something that you know you have to use as motivation and try to go out there and um, be at your best. And regardless of what's said or what you hear, um, you know, usually when you're into the game, you don't really pay attention to that stuff a whole lot. After winning the last two cups, was this ever going to be like a great regular season, like 115 points or whatever? I, I mean, don't get me wrong, 100 points is very good, but it seems like you guys still have an extra gear you can get to, and maybe you too. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's a process and, you know, we definitely had some turnover, uh, this summer and, um, you know, when it comes to roles and things like that and team identity, that's stuff that you have to develop over the course of the year and expectations are high, but, um, you know, there is a process there and, you know, even looking at last year, you look at it, we continue to improve, you know, even from the first round to the finals. So I think, um, We've got to continue to get better with each game and adjust and and that kind of thing. But you know that's that's really what it's about is is getting better even at this point in the year. So we had a good uh, stretch of games there late the last month, important hockey games that we needed to get points in, and we played uh, some solid teams and and played well. So um, that should give us a boost. But you know we definitely can find another level here heading into the playoffs. The Penguins play a very high risk style, high risk, high reward. Will that change at all in the playoffs? The playoffs are usually a bit tighter. Do you think you guys will take less risk? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we like to, to think we play too risky of a game. I think, you know, we definitely have some guys who can, um, you know, make plays out there and can kind of um, read the play and and uh, you know maybe I don't want to say take a risk because it's pretty calculated I think for the most part when you're thinking about some of the offensive guys that we have but um, you know you look at a guy like Tanger who plays 
as well as he does defensively. He's smart and knows when to join the rush, and I don't necessarily see that as being a risk. But, um, you know, I think that that's important to play tight defense and worry about that first and then let the offense take care of itself. So I think that'll be our approach, and for the most part, I think we've been pretty good at that. But, um, you know, it's it's definitely important come playoff time to, to take care of your own end first. We're talking to Penguins captain Sidney Crosby here on the home of the Penguins, 105.9. Uh, you're currently skating on a line with uh, Gensel and Rust. Uh, you're a finicky guy to skate with. We've talked about that. Talk about what those two bring to the table and uh, how you feel that you three are playing together right now. Yeah, I mean, Gens is, uh, you know, he's fast. Uh, he's got some really good hockey sense. He knows those areas to go to. And um, he's not the biggest guy, but he, he goes to the front of the net a lot. And he, he gets, you know, those loose pucks in and around the net, um, but also makes uh, a lot of plays too. So, um, you know, I think that's that's what he brings. And, Rusty brings a ton of speed. Uh, he brings the puck to the net, uh, does a lot off the rush, and uh, you know pushes pushes guys back a lot. So uh, I think we've we've developed a little bit of chemistry. We played together for a little bit uh, towards the end of the year, and uh, like a lot of lines, I think it's been uh, pretty consistent here down the stretch. So um, I think that's that's a good thing. That's always a good sign, and um, we'll look to try to try to continue that going into the playoffs here. Do you like Sully uh, putting uh, you, Phil, and Gino on different lines? Uh, do you think that really is that hard to match up against if you're the other team? Um, yeah, I mean, it just depends. I mean, I think that um, games are different and the flow of games and special teams, depending on what happens there. Um, obviously, Phil and Phil and Gino have played together a lot at different points and, and done really well, too. So, you know, whether whether we're all on different lines or, you know, those two are together or, you know, whatever the combinations are, we're, we're all pretty familiar, but, um, you know, I think that they've played pretty good together too. So, you know, however it ends up, I mean, uh, I think we're, you know, we're okay as far as chemistry and things like that, because so many guys have played together at different points. Talk about the power play. Uh, number one in the league, best ever in Penguins history and I've never seen a power play that's so patient, that just waits and looks and seems to really ascertain that perfect moment time and again. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have um, some guys who provide different things and, um, you know, some some great shots um, from different areas of the ice and obviously with Horny and what he does in front of the net and the way he competes on pucks and things like that, he, he creates a lot. Um, you know, even out of nothing plays, he's able to get pucks back and, you know, keep plays alive. So that's huge too. But, um, you know, whether it's Phil or Geno shooting or Tang or Schulte up top, um, they've got big shots too. So I think that, uh, yeah, you've got to be able to adjust and be versatile. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. And it'll become even more important come playoff time. You don't get as many power plays in the playoffs and, not as easy to, you know, to get that rhythm that you might get in the regular season when you're getting, you know, four or five, six, maybe in a game. And, um, you know, they'll be important. So we'll look to, to make sure that we can try to be a difference there. Is there more pressure to win again because you're trying to make history first time three in a row since 1982, or is there less pressure because you've won the last two cups? Uh, I think there's always pressure and the expectations are always high. And, um, you know, I think that giving the opportunity to play in the playoffs, although we've been fortunate enough to be there a lot, I think um, you know you still can't take that for granted. So I think there's there's always pressure, and 
with our team, the expectations are always high. So regardless of what happened the last couple of years or, or anything, I think that, you know, the fact that we have a possibility to get three, um, there's probably a ton of different storylines, but I think that there's always pressure and, um, it's a great opportunity that you want to, you want to make the most of. So I think that's, that's more how we look at it. How do you guys feel now? And you personally, what's the fatigue factor after all these games over the last three years? Uh, I feel good. I mean, I think that as a group, uh, we feel good. I mean, when you're playing, you know, the important games down the stretch, that kind of gets you into that, that playoff mentality. And once you get to this point of the season, uh, I think you feel pretty energized. You're excited for, you know, the opportunity to play in the playoffs and uh, the important games that, you know, that are ahead. And I think all that combined, um, you get excited for that. And I feel like we are. So, um, like you said, we, we definitely uh, need to find another level. I think every team looks at that going into the playoffs. And, um, yeah, that's exactly what, what we're looking for as well. What was it like to play all 82 games in a season for the first time in your career? I bet that meant a lot to you. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I felt like I didn't play a few a couple times just because I ended up maybe resting for the last game or it might have been some, you know, a situation like that, but um yeah, I mean, you you want to you want to play as many as you can and you, you know, you try to take care of yourself to give yourself the best chance to do that. And sometimes even doing that, um it doesn't allow you to to play them all, but um yeah, it's 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 great to be able to to put a full season together, that's for sure. Okay, now we got to go to the traditional uh, interview-ending questions. Have you added any superstitions? Because uh, that McDonald's logo thing is still going really strong, isn't it? I haven't. I'm sure if, if I did that you would have noticed it anyway. That That's quite possible. How, have you put a count on your superstitions? How many uh, like do you indulge before a game? <laughs> I haven't put a count, but... I don't know, like where the where you draw the line, before, you know, between a superstition and a you know part of the routine is. I don't, I don't know what counts as what. So yeah, so we're uh, talking maybe hundreds. The way you're, you're, you're. There'd be a number of them. Yeah. Anything life altering? Engaged, married, joined social media, anything like that? No, I don't have nothing for you there. Okay. Any good movies lately? Now you had to watch Darkest Hour, the Churchill movie. I thought of you when I saw it. That's right up your alley. I did see that. Yeah, it was it was okay. It was okay. Um, right now, I haven't seen much lately. I was looking to see that. Uh, I think it's Twelve Strong. Haven't, I haven't seen, seen it that yet, but uh, that's what I'm looking to see. Yeah. Now, getting back to hockey, you got to feel good about these playoffs, right? I mean, you know what to do. The guys know what to do. That experience is so big, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it helps. I mean. You know, it's the best time of the year. This is what, you know, you prepare for and play for all year long to give yourself this opportunity, and um, it's exciting, and it definitely helps to have experience, and, you know, we have guys who have been there, but, you know, the great thing about it is is it doesn't guarantee anything either. So uh, you still got to go out there and play and execute and, you know, do all the things that are important to winning games. And um, But, yeah, I think it's it's great to have the experience, and, there's lots of teams and players who played in the playoffs that have experience too, but um, yeah, come playoff time, it's a fresh start and you get excited for, for the opportunity you have. Listen, this has been great as always. Uh, just one final thing about this series against Philadelphia. You know you can't lose, and the shorter the better. I, I just kind of had to say that. Sid, uh, thanks so much, and I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> night. All right, thanks a lot.
That is the great Sidney Crosby, the Penguins captain. When his career's done, I'm going to sit him down and I'm going to count the superstitions. I bet they do number, maybe not in the hundreds, but certainly in the dozens. If you tuned in a bit late, we'll have the Sid podcast posted at the X website in just a few. And don't forget, we have Mike Sullivan at 5.30, the Penguins coach, and also Stan Saverin at 4.30. I'm about to turn the Liverpool game back on. You will know the score by my mood after the commercial break. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9.